0: First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on Tune in.
1: Always a pleasure to talk Viking football with Greg Coleman, former Vikings punter, Sideline Atlas Vikings Radio Network. Greg, I know that you are not the head coach. That's why I introduced you as Sideline Atlas Vikings Radio Network. But what's your ed- educated opinion as to what's going to happen under center? Do you think Case Keenum is going to keep the starting job for the rest of the season?
0: And wh- why wouldn't he, Brian? I mean, come on. Y- y- you, don't, y- you don't make that kind of drastic change at that position. If, if there is any other position, yeah. But that position as qu- at quarterback, man, you know, if you're rolling downhill, you don't, you don't get in the way of a moving train. And uh, you continue to let Case uh, move and run this football team. He's done a great job. He has the respect of the players, coaches, and even Teddy Bridgewater. So with that being said, then you, you you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, we're on a, a six-game winning streak. Uh, still have not played our best football. We beat a good we beat a good football team today, but still have not played a complete football game. So uh, I don't think there's much discussion. Um, I think there's no decision to be made. I, I think if there was a concern there would have been a little bit of a, a Teddy Bridgewater sighting at the end of the game when the game was put away. We're playing at home, game well in hand. What better way to reintroduce Teddy to this, you know, to this Minnesota fan base than giving him um, you know, a couple of minutes and, and, and giving Case the opportunity to get an ovation coming off. But I don't even think that's in Mike Zimmer's, even, even the, the back of his mind right now. Uh it's it's Case's team. Uh he's moving and doing well, so I, I think it's a non issue right now. Greg Nick Ferguson here. we all remember watching uh, Blair Walsh miss a twenty seven yard field goal. Uh today we watch Forbath, a struggle. He yeah, missed you, two you know, Nick, why well, you got well, to remind me of that?
1: Because, I, 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 because you shined at special teams and we're trying to be comprehensive with the analysis. Change. Nick, finish that okay. observation. But, but Greg,
0: Greg, I, I had to. The re, if Forbath was able to make his field goals, I wouldn't even have to bring it up. But Because he missed two, you have to wonder, okay, well, it, was this an aberration or is this something that Coach Zimmer should be concerned with? No, I don't think so. Uh, and, and as Brian mentioned, you know, I was a holder for a number of years, so I'm always observing. Uh, the first kick, he hit it perfectly. It just, you know, he was hoping for a draw. You know how you hit that little pitching wedge, you want a draw from 120 yards and, you, and it stays straight? You know, you double-cross yourself. That's what happened on the first one. The second kick, our, our long snapper, Kevin McDermott, had a stinger, so the second snap was a little bit short. Our holder, who's also the punter, uh, Ryan Quigley reached out to trap the ball, came back, missed the spot just a hair. As a result, the spot was off. That's why it was a line drive kick that hit the goalpost. So I'm not concerned about Kai Forbeth at this point. He made 16 in a row up until today. Uh, I don't think Zimmer is overly concerned about it or special teams coordinator Mike Prefer, nor is Kai. Um, you know, look at it, you know, talking with him after the game. Um, you know, he's got a mindset like a uh, like a relief pitcher, okay? I missed that one. I gave up the home run. The next kick is the most important one. And to really hit that last kick, to put the game away, that did wonders not only for his confidence, but for the entire football team. So that, that Blair Walsh issue, that wide left, uh, the two misses, uh, worry race. Now, is he going to get better and in, in try to start another streak? Absolutely. But there's no reason to be concerned about four back.
1: Talking Vikings with our friend Greg Coleman, sideline analyst, Vikings Radio Network. Greg, it feels like the golden age wide receivers across the NFL, so many tremendous wideouts, But should the pride of Minnesota from Detroit Lakes, Adam Thielen, be getting more national attention?
0: Well, I think as he continues to surprise a lot of other people we're not surprised here somebody asked me the question the other day what's what's different uh, with adam Thielen? and i tell them absolutely nothing when he got an opportunity to to make this practice squad years ago he was doing those very same things it was just a matter of time before he worked himself up to the active squad into a starting position and the rest is history um the, the kid is so you, you know people talk about speed nick and you know this uh, speed kills, but quickness is a totally different animal, and Adam is probably one of the quickest receivers out of his breaks. His separation, drop the hips, his first four steps are incredible. That's how he gets People say, how does he get so wide open? Well, that's how. It's the acceleration out of the cuts. When you can create separation from your, you know, from the secondary, a quarterback is going to find you one way or the other. Greg, Latavius Murray, you know, 95 yards and two touchdowns uh, on the day. Talk talk to me about his skill set and how it complements the passing attack for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, he was brought in to, you know, I'm not going to say replace Adrian Peterson, but he was a big back, uh, a big hard running back, a third down back, a guy that can catch the ball out of the the backfield. I just sat, sat here a few moments ago and told my wife, I said, I really wasn't expecting that much out of A-Train. And she said, well, why is that? I said, because, you know, he didn't play a whole lot during preseason. He was injured. Uh, I didn't follow him a whole lot coming in from Oakland. As a result, he has been a very pleasant surprise. Once he got healthy, once he got into football shape, and once he got his body accustomed to taking hits, man, he's uh, he, he's, he's, he's got a chance to take it to the house every time he breaks onto that second level. So I would say that he's still in the early part of his season, having missed all of the preseason. But uh, right now we're seeing what uh, Rick Spielman and, and this, uh, you know, this scouting team saw when they brought him in to uh, to replace Adrian Peterson.
1: Greg, always a pleasure. We know you have a long broadcast day, so we appreciate any time you join us on the NFL on in Enjoy your Thanksgiving, and I know you'll be working as Minnesota matches up with Detroit. Hope to chat with you again prior to the playoffs. I'll make sure Nick does not bring up Gary Anderson in 1998 since he's fixated on special teams, all right?
0: Oh, Brian, you know, you just
1: kidding me, brother. He snuck it in there. Snuck it in. I'm very subtle. You know that, Greg. Happy holidays. We'll chat with you soon. Hey, Same to you. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. The NFL is on
0: TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score
1: as it happens.
0: Live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.